This is a new way. It's a new day. This is the way we want to go, man. Hi, Papa. Okay, thank you. Is that, is that more appropriate in your mind? It's going off the rails. There's insanity in the control room. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I think the word recession is a word that's inappropriate. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Greenland yet? In progress. Why is this taking so long? The Danes are a stubborn people. (laughs) And nasty. (laughs) From what I understand. Some would even say they're great. The great Danes. Okay, here's the deal. Either give us Greenland or we take Greenland and Iceland and Candyland and Disneyland. Wow. Wow. Your options. A little blitzkrieg-ish, isn't it? Live from Studio C. Senor! Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. No really strong candidates appeared on, uh, you know, glassdoor.com or whatever that uh, website. I just, I don't know. America's 51st state, Greenland. I don't know. Impromptu press conferences. Uh, Yeah. Yes. I'm hearing a leaderless ship. It's Lord of the Flies in here. We need a conch shell so we know who gets to talk. It really is. Poor Piggy. He's going to fall off a cliff. I know he is. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We need a committee, a ruling junta. I didn't find that out until I was like 30 because I didn't read it in high school as I I was supposed to. I wasn't supposed to. I, we weren't. We weren't even assigned the thing. I, I just heard people was. talking about it my entire life. I Still haven't. Read I don't it. know if I was or not. Actually, should if I, I read it now? Whether? Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. And it's there not very go. long. Now that's a that's a must read. Lord of the Flies. Um, but uh, if I had been assigned it, and I may have been or may not, I wouldn't have read it. So it's right. just the way I was. Right. For whatever I, reason, I, I wish I wasn't that way, but I was that way. I just hate flies. So I thought, why would I read that? I you mean, they're gross. gross. They land on your food. They say they got poop on their feet, and they buzz around your face. And <laughs> same reason I didn't read uh, Animal Farm. I have no interest in agriculture. <laughs> so there you go. So it's uh, very easy to figure these things out. I did read Moby Dick, though, because I was experimental in college, to continue the theme. Gotcha. That's, that's a little out there. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, uh, you know one thing that's left out of the Greenland conversation? What's that? That we don't have it yet? Well, yeah, and let's let's keep that in mind. Can what, you imagine what is if, taking so long? If the Danes just snatched up Texas, would be would we be all right with that? Massachusetts is ours, they say. Well, what of America's fifty-first state, Greenland? How long will we permit this outrage? I'm joking about the Greenland thing, of course. Are you? And it's uh, it's gotten all the attention it gets because it's funny. Um, but the only reason a tiny little country like Greenland, what did we find out the other day? They got like 50,000 people in the whole country. It's not a country. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the only reason it exists over there alone by itself, getting to do its own thing, is the world order that the United States keeps. Right. If it weren't for that, it wouldn't last a day. No, Putin would be sitting on its shores sunning himself. Russia or China would park a big ship in their biggest port 
and start telling their government what to do, and slowly over time they would just take it over. Right. The only reason that hasn't happened is the United States world order. So you're suggesting that we should that behave wasn't my as suggestion. Putin would behave. I just, just think it's worth uh, worth noting ah. that if it weren't for, if the United States didn't exist, it's not like peaceful little Greenland would just get to keep doing their thing. Right. They're only doing their thing because of us. So you know, have a little uh, gratitude. That's what I'm saying. You've gone from sounding like Hitler a minute ago to sounding like the mob now. <laughs> It'd be a shame if something happened in this nice frozen territory of yours. It's a nice. On. That's a nice yak you got there. <laughs> shame if something happened to it. <laughs> Do they have yaks? I don't agree. They well, may. I'm assuming they well, use yaks. If they yaks. don't, they can import some. <laughs> and the reason sure. they don't, lack of imagination. Mm. That's why they need American leadership. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad to start the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. From what I heard was Denmark was offended because Trump offered like a lowball offer. I guess he offered Delaware, New Mexico, and $50,000 <laughs> cash and exclusive syndication rights to Murder, She Wrote, for Denmark, <laughs> for Greenland. You know what would be and exciting? They, they were getting lowballed. That's, that's hilarious, Michael. And well done. You know Exclusive what would be rights to murder, she wrote. <laughs> if content is king nowadays, the streaming oh, yeah. wars are upon us. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. You right, exactly. a lot of clicks with that. Yeah, Greenland stream. Green flicks. <laughs> uh, you know what would be exciting is if we ran geopolitics like Major League Baseball, and there was a trade deadline every year, and you could do stuff like that. All right, we'll give you Greenland, but we want the southern half of Florida. Mm. We're thinking, wow, gosh, you got people... You know, eating each other's faces and stabbing you, but the beaches. On the other hand, they're sitting on all sorts of zinc or whatever Greenland's sitting on. And I don't know. And sometimes you'd see that. And sometimes the trade would work out. Sometimes it wouldn't. Maybe you have, uh, I don't know, Arizona go free agent. That'd be exciting. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing much better than the Brazilian rainforest, as the uh, the source of somewhere around twenty percent of the world's oxygen has been on fire for quite some time. Uh, I I am confused as to whether this is uh, a ha- happenstance of nature, some sort of accident, or I keep seeing people keep blaming political uh, bad intentions on this as well. I don't know why it's going, but uh, we need people to put it out. It's Let's... loggers and miners. Yeah, yeah. I've been hearing about that my whole life. I'm surprised that hasn't been put to a stop somehow. The destroying the rainforests thing. A lot of money to be made there. And and for people who don't have a ton, Brazil's not exactly rolling in dough. How much of the uh, oxygen did you say? Uh, a little more than 20% from what I could figure out is mm. of the world's oxygen is produced from the Brazilian rainforest. Uh, absolutely a critical issue for the earth going forward. And the Brazilian fires are troubling, but not as interesting is the great Iowa soybean fire. Are you following that? I'm not. Well, they had, they had more soybeans than they can sell or whatever. So there's this enormous pile of them outside this grain elevator. And uh, then it rained on them, so they began to decay. And when soybeans decay, they create heat. And uh, so it, it burst into flame and um, because of the heat and then when the summer sun came. And so they've got this, It's and it's like charcoal. It's almost the consistency of charcoal, they say. And it just burns and burns and burns, and all the fire authorities... Stood around the pile, rubbing their chin, saying, I have no idea. Any thoughts? And they finally figured out the best, safest thing to do is just let it burn. So now they've got this weeks old, and it'll probably burn for months, soybean fire. Do they have all the soybeans because of the whole trade war with China? Com- combined with the uh, 
pig fever that's sweeping China that's killing 300 million pigs so they don't mm. need as many soybeans to feed them, from Ooh. what I understand. Uh, Jack, I'm afraid my knowledge on this topic runs about an inch deep, okay. <laughs> as it often does. But I think that's what's going on there. There's yeah. Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I am doing very well. I'm going out on a fourth date this weekend with yes. the woman I met in the supermarket. That's pretty serious. Fools rush in, Marshall. I'm concerned. What department? I don't I want to, don't want to see your, your heart broken. I you mean the, the produce section, frozen food? Where where, where were you? Checkout line's a good place. It was the produce section. Nice. Good Always call. a good place to meet up. Anyway, we had taken a break. She was out of country for a while, but she's back, so she's going to be cooking me dinner. I will that's, bring... That's so serious. That's a big deal. I, Her cooking you dinner's a big deal. I will bring the wine and a handful of scratchers, and we'll see who gets lucky. That wow. sounds fantastic. Yes. Very, love is in the air. I'm very happy for you. Now, when you say she was out of country, was she getting pharmaceuticals in Canada? Was she uh, sunning herself in Mexico, or is she a world traveler? Well, actually, you uh, you kind of nailed it. She was in Canada. I yeah. don't know if she was getting pharmaceuticals, okay. but she was in uh, Canada. Is she an American citizen? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, just a little little side trip. Gotcha. You know. Are you sure? Has she... Uh, never mind. I was going to say something funny but cynical. I will not. Yeah. Yeah, I please will, don't. I will please not. Please don't. don't. Date four. I'm ashamed uh, I thought of it. Yeah. Date four and her making you dinner is a big deal. Yeah. That's just been my experience. That's yeah. a big deal. Um, I just... If she tells you she inherited $100 million from her African relative... And she just needs to pay the taxes in advance. <laughs> Call me, all right? I, I will, before I make any kind of financial move. Exactly. That sounds like a fantastic evening. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, August 22nd, the year 2019. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Appetizers? Scratcher. Salad? Scratcher. Yes. Main course? Two scratchers. Wow. Oh, yeah, and then dessert. <clears throat> Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. Hey, thank you, everybody. I'm so happy with you, and I, I apologize. I couldn't be there in person. I had a canceled flight and could not get to you by my time. That was the only jockey currently running for president right there. And who was that? That was actually Bill de Blasio. There was some sort of technical foul up, foul up and somehow his satellite link made him sound like a chipmunk. Before I get into anything about why I'm running for president, what we have to do in this country, I want to thank you. Or a helium addict or something. <laughs> or a jockey. But you've been I tell you it, what, that horse it, did everything it could today. It really did. In, Just in ran way, out of steam. In, in a way that shows so much passion, so much strength. And, and I believe the tide is turning. <laughs> and I will make Alvin Secretary of Defense and... Chippo, or whatever the other chipmunks' names are, will be Chippo. Simon, and Theodore. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I need to wrap things up as Santa needs me to build more toys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird... We've, we've encountered a lot of uh, technical problems over the years. I've never had one that makes you sound like a cartoon mouse. I know it's not easy. I just want to offer all of my appreciation, because I know it's a tough, tough fight. So clearly but he But not was... as tough as my eighth grade math, and i got to do my homework. <laughs> Clearly, he didn't know he sounded like that as he was speaking to the good people of Iowa or where. Clearly. Yeah. I consider that a victory. (laughs) Bill de Blasio. How long is he going to hang around? As long as New York pays attention to him, I guess. Uh, What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, we got some highlights from President Trump's latest chopper talk. A very important 2020 Democratic political campaign confirmation and reaction to one of the new contestants on Dancing with the <laughs> Stars blowing up on Twitter. Yeah. A lot of people aren't angry on the internet. 
Yeah, you, you didn't like politics in your NFL. Now you got politics in your Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Wow. Oh, good. And it's just, it never ends. Uh, how does mailbag look? Bah, who cares? Well, it's fine. It's good. Uh, we have both praise uh, and criticism. We can take it. Of us? Of us. <laughs> okay. Yes. Of us, yes. Fantastic. Yes. Harsh, harsh criticism. Um, Bitter. Fantastic. It's just the rough side of the tongue. Mm. Bill de Blasio, running for president. <laughs> I ruined New York, and I can ruin America. Gotta get America. You can be off your back and on your side. Yeah, that's what government's got to do. Mailbag next. Armstrong and Getty. later in the show so they i'm using my finger quotes now because i don't know exactly what's going on they stopped another mass shooting so this this is somewhere like a dozen in the last week or so mass shooting that has been stopped is it that many has it always been going on and it just didn't make the news are they using different standards for when they intervene and arrest somebody I want to look into that they hire a pr pro uh, law enforcement or yeah it is kind of interesting that we're hearing about so many. And is this to make you more scared to push gun laws, or is this... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Interesting. All right, we will dive into that. Mailbag. First. Freedom, love, and quote of the day sent along by Ben the Libertarian from Samuel Adams. American statesman, political philosopher, one of the founding fathers. And well, any of the founding papas who didn't end up president kind of get uh, forgotten about, which is dumb. A great beer. Oh, my place. Love Santa Adams. The Boston Lager. Gimme. Here's what he said. It does not require a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen to set brush fires in people's minds. I like that. For better like or worse. That. Yeah, for better and worse. <laughs> Let's see. Then I wanted to go with this one next on the topic of the fake, fake state of Alaska. That's a, a term that uh, uh, one of our beloved Alaska listeners came up with himself. Uh, no, he, I think he was quoting us, come to think of it. Uh, guys, uh, writes Mike, you guys have grown on me since you've been allowed to broadcast into our beautiful town of Fairbanks, Alaska, and it's an honor. Fun cool. facts and honest questions I've been asking my lifetime from our beloved lower 48 neighbors. These are things he's actually been asked. I was once asked by a waitress in Florida what currency we used. After she was flabbergasted, Alaska has our own driver's licenses. Upon her return, and most likely remembering a brief flash of a U.S. map somewhere long ago, she asked, if Alaska was so far south, why was it so cold there? As she was picturing it (laughs) floating next to Hawaii? Yeah, there were school maps would have Hawaii and Alaska just right off to the side. Right, right, right. Yeah. And if you weren't paying much attention, like I didn't read Lord of the Flies, uh, yeah, you'd just think, okay, Alaska's down there. I used to live Hawaii. I used to live in Fairbanks, Alaska. That's right. You know that it's not by Hawaii. No, I know. And I know their their local currency is all pelt-based. <laughs> everybody knows that. Uh, we had some, some friends who lived there for several years and would not shut up about how much they loved it. Um, it was fabulous. Uh, shout out to, to those fine folks. Uh, then uh, Mike signs off with, Alaska is the largest state. We could cut it in half uh, to make Texas the third largest state. If Alaska was cut in half, it would still be the two biggest states. And then humans eating vegetables are vegetarians. 
Bears eating humans are thus humanitarians. <laughs> thank, thank you for that, Mike. <laughs> Move to real estate. Uh, Joe from Dayton, frequent correspondent. Jack teased but never mentioned his favorite album released 60 years ago. Being 1959, I wonder if it was Doris Day's Cutting Caper. You're right. Or Dinosaur's Dine, Yes, Indeed. <laughs> Doris Day or Dinosaur. You get to 59. Yeah, it almost have to be something like that. It's in the podcast. The uh, One More Thing One podcast, More Thing yeah. podcast, so you can find where podcasts are given away for free. Yeah, because we're stupid. But anyway. Long discussion of it. I yeah. listened to it for the first time yesterday. It was great. Were you high? Yeah, it was great. And it helps. <laughs> the Probably. one more... Oh, my God, drug abuse. Um, the One More Thing podcast is an extra segment of the show. It's very loose. It's longish at times. It occasionally includes naughty words, kids. Mm. Um, and it's available only as a podcast, uh, and, and it's uh, doing quite nicely. And if you'd like to listen to it, go ahead. Uh, Jack, thanks. On a more serious note, uh, we get a lot of these... Um, Jack, thanks for sharing what you've been going through with regards uh, to your son's mental health and how it affects you and your family. You're bringing to light something enough people don't pay attention to. If more people had honest conversations like you had, we'd be closer to compassion and or cures. Yeah, I'm not exactly oh, yeah. sure why the, the whole it, uh, keep it to yourself thing is seen as better, but uh, yeah. I, I know it helps me when I hear other people, oh, you got the same situation. That right. makes me happy, not or, sad. They're just similar. You know, moms and dads with special needs kids and uh, and, and whatever. Let's, let's be honest about it. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, Marshall's News next. Armstrong and Getty. So we announced it yesterday in our big death pool update, but it's official now. Is that right, that Jay Inslee is getting out the presidential race? Inslee is outsley. Score one for me in the death pool. Get the hell out of here! I wonder if he ever thought he was going to be president. I think he's just trying to get the global warming thing out there, right? Climate change? Uh, yeah, I, you know, he might have thought maybe. Yeah, you're governor. I mean, it's not impossible. Right. Speaking of governors, that was my strategy in picking my candidates who'd be out first. I, th- you know, they got one percent, and their state is yelling at them. Uh, get out! Go, you got a job already. Bye I'm, bye. I'm looking at you, Bullock. Now's the time. <laughs> News now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump held a freewheeling chopper talk with reporters before he left for an event in Kentucky. He was touching on a number of topics. For one thing, he says cutting the payroll tax is no longer on his list of possible activities to boost the economy because, as he sees it, the U.S. economy is in great shape. On another matter, President Trump says the impending trade war with China is not his trade war. This is a trade war that should have taken place a long time ago by a lot of other presidents. President, yeah, the fact that the corporate media is calling it Trump's trade war yeah. is just, I mean, that's that's just I wish they'd be somewhat fair about it, especially given the fact that Chuck Schumer's on board with it, along with Mitch McConnell. Sure. President Goy. A lot of people have been wanting this for a long time. A lot of unions that, you know, give exclusively to Democrats. Love it. The Bernies of the world have been screaming about this sort of thing forever, but but it's it's Trump's idea, so it's bad. President going on to add. Somebody, excuse me, somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. So I'm taking on China. I'm taking on China on trade. And you know what? We're winning. So the I am the chosen one, of course, is right. getting a fair amount of attention. 
And you must admit, you've got to admit, that if Barack Obama had at any point said, I am the chosen one. Yes. Uh, they would cancel all the commercials on Fox News <laughs> and talk about it all day long without break. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, it's hilariously over the top. But but the point the point he's making is look nobody's doing it so I guess right. I'm the chosen one I'm right. the one that's got, got to do it because right. nobody else is going to which is the case and if you uh, saw the uh, video or you saw it live when he uh, did that he turned around and he raised his arms up to the sky yes. it yeah. was obviously you know putting everybody on I am the chosen one I suppose there's right. memes about this and whatnot very okay. nice. All right, and another subject, uh, another reminder, the war is dragging on. you got two U.S. service members killed in Afghanistan Wednesday. That brings a total number of American soldiers killed in the country so far this year to 14. That's the highest number since 2014. I can't can't even imagine what we're accomplishing on a day-by-day basis. They're heavily armed cops in a crumbling neighborhood. On the lead-up to our, our leaving. I, I, it's it's impossible for me to believe that we're going to make one tiny bit of difference by staying another day than if we've made whatever deal we're going to make with the Taliban next month or next year. I just can't even imagine. It's just all going to fall apart the second we leave. Yeah, except the stuff we really care about. Look, you're not going to uh, entertain ISIS or well, Al-Qaeda. I, I assume, you're not going to launch any attacks into India. Right, I assume those conversations have already had. So what are we been, been had? So what are we waiting for? I don't know. Their deaths coming as U.S. diplomats try to negotiate a deal with the Taliban to end the war, which has lasted almost two decades. Almost yeah, the, 20 years. And the, getting back to the corporate media, and the corporate media is claiming Trump's doing something wrong by abandoning Afghanistan. Another what-if-Obama-had-done-it story. If Obama was getting out of Afghanistan, it'd be hailed as a good idea. I guarantee you. And then probably assailed by plenty of people on the right. Yeah, good point. Fair, it's just fair all, point. It's also silly. Now, you mentioned that Jay Inslee is dropping out of the race for sure. He'll be missed. Meanwhile, former governor, <laughs> former Colorado governor, John Hickenlooper... Watches porn with his mother. Oh, ...is boy. now officially running for the U.S. Senate. Yes. In a video... Oh, no, I don't... That didn't take long. <laughs> in a video posted late last night, Hickenlooper said he previously thought Washington, D.C. would not be the right fit for him, but he added that he still wants to get things done for the people of Colorado. He got a taste of the national stage and thought, I need to be there. Well, plus the Democratic Party was begging him and browbeating him to do it, so he's in. Well, Twitter has once again erupted in outrage. Okay. After it was announced... Twitter woke up outraged. If a six-year-old plays their banjo and posts it, much like YouTube, Twitter will be outraged. Meanwhile, uh, Twitter the outrage on Twitter was uh, because it was announced that former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer is going to be a contestant on the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars. Well, and we can't have that. Something, something Trump, something fascist, something, something racist, something. And something. even the show's host, Tom Bergeron, isn't happy about it either. He was tweeting that he had hoped the new season would be a joyful respite. From our exhausting political climate and free of diverse bookings from any party affiliation. See, here's the thing, Tom Bergeron. Any normal person doesn't see Sean Spicer dancing on your show as either a promotion of or a decrying of the Trump administration. 
It's a D-list celebrity dancing around the stage. He was a guy who was on TV for a while. Now he's going to dance until you eliminate him. Yeah. And America will endure. It'll be fine. Mm. And the other had a joyful respite. That sounds <laughs> yeah. good. That's what we're all looking for now and again, isn't it? Yeah, Bergeron said that it's ultimately up to the producers to make the decisions, but they can agree to disagree. Who Joy- would be who'd be a good counterbalance to that on the Democratic side? Kind of the same sort of person. A combative fairly brief member of an administration. Maybe you get uh, Don Lamont to uh, oh. dance against him or something. Oh, no, I'd be outraged and say angry things on Twitter. <laughs> what the hell do I care? What the hell do you care? Boy, when he starts dancing, though, that's, yeah. uh, that's uh, yeah, it's just going to be the, the thing we do here in America. It's going to be the thing we do in America. When the season starts and Sean Spicer starts <laughs> dancing. Yell at each other angrily? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Boycotts, booing, etc. Oh, no. Did you notice he led all the dances with his right foot? He came out on his right foot. Oh, my. It's a signal to white supremacists or something. <laughs> yes. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. These are odd times. Yeah. I don't know how the, the ABC execs thought that that would go over any other way, though. I think they thought it would go this way and get them a lot of attention. Yeah. I think the sure. reason they skipped the season is it was starting to slide okay and this is the equivalent of having a baby on a sitcom (laughs) okay things are kind of going downhill we need to mix things up a little bit we need to get a little more juice back in this thing sure how about get some of that trump heat yeah for better or worse yeah get some controversy going yeah like the fake movie publicity campaigns people are saying the scene that includes such and such doing such and such is too much for any movie yeah. And it's on the news for three days. And, yeah, I think yeah. they thought it would go exactly like this. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the first night, they'll get more people tuning in than they have any of the last couple of seasons, I'll bet. Yes. With Sean Spicer. What so then Tom you gotta Bergeron look for, thinks is not of any interest. So then you got to look for Anthony Scaramucci dancing. Yes. And uh, what's the hot Very ch- briefly. What's yeah. the hot chick that left uh, Hope Hicks? She'll be dancing around. Right. and uh, The hot chick. Very dismissive. <laughs> Very sexist. <laughs> Well, that's the sort of thing we can expect out of Sean Spicer as well. Speaking of Sickening. speaking of the Trump administration, yeah. I saw an interview uh, last night, and I thought, why are they asking this guy? Before I realized he's the Secretary of Defense, <laughs> Esper. How many people in America know a guy named Esper? I think that's right. Is it Esper? Yeah. I, there, the, how many people know that? I, I think there's something about the Trump administration and all the the focus on all these different things that. Y- you get lost if it's just a kind of a regular guy that hasn't done anything controversial. You're right. Just yeah. is not, you know. I, I hate generally to admit you it. know who the Secretary of Defense right. is. That's one of those big names. I hate to admit it. If you'd said, who's Mike Esper? I said, I don't remember. Oh, it's vaguely familiar. I didn't know. I didn't recognize his face. I didn't know, yeah. know the name. Right. But that's our Secretary of Defense. A- answering a bunch of questions about China and Afghanistan. And all, you know, all kinds of really important issues. But it's, he's not part of the whole controversy yet with russia or this or that or he hasn't said behind closed doors trump's an idiot or any of the things that the media can make a big deal out of so right who knows right. it's just it's not important well he need not say that behind closed doors for somebody to say he did so maybe that's coming speaking of secretary of defense how about mattis on dancing with the stars mad dog mattis <laughs> oh boy <laughs> dancing the lindy or something <laughs> i think it'd be what? The Lindy. Fantastic. Well, you'll have to tell me about it because I think I've watched cumulatively three and a half minutes of that show. I'll bet I'll bet the day Spicer dances is a big day. I'll bet that gets a ton of attention. Yeah. And hey, Sean, 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 Sean,
Actually, what about the Charleston? I actually wouldn't be surprised if it's the biggest audience yeah. that they've ever had in the 12 seasons of Dancing with the Stars will be the first one with Spicer on it. You know what they ought to do? Stunt casting. Because usually it's, it's you know, a contestant with a pro. Mm-hmm. you got to have two contestants for the first time ever. Sean Spicer and Hillary. <laughs> Dancing together. How good would that be? Huh? I'd oh, watch. <laughs> How would you not? we got so much good stuff on the way. Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Totino's has developed a trail mix that includes mini pizzas, mozzarella sticks, and garlic bread. What trail is this a mix for? (laughs) A rugged path from your couch to your toilet? (laughs) David Spade, very cynical man. Going to talk about this later. And trying to figure out what's going on here. Since the week of the shootings, there were three in one week. Horrible. Since then, which is just a couple of weeks ago, 28 people have been arrested over threats to commit mass attacks across this land. 28! Is that always the case and we just weren't paying attention? Are they using a different standard? I'm going to delve into that based on a couple of reports that are out there. Yeah, okay. All right. I have many questions. So, to my own shock... Uh, one of our uh, alert listeners sent along a, uh, an article written by one Dan O'Donnell, who's a young firebrand. Um, he works in radio, I think, in the Midwest. Radio. That's right. He's not a disc jockey, though. He's more of a thinker. And to my shock and surprise, it's an article about how Elizabeth Warren used her Native American heritage. And I found it very interesting and, and fairly compelling. Now, everybody's hip to the fact that she grew up hearing that, you know, they've got a Native American back there somewhere. But it was always very vague and... and um, I get that explanation. I don't... I, I buy that. Completely. Yeah, I don't think that's insidious. Um, and and there's a plot twist at the end of the screed, by the way. Stay tuned for okay. that. Yeah. But so um, this uh, this fellow, Dan... Uh, describes through the years how she dropped uh, that she was Elizabeth Warren Cherokee when contributing to that silly cookbook we've heard about in yeah, which all the recipes... The yeah. Before you start writing cookbooks or applying to college and various things, you might... Then you then you got to start nailing it down. Mm, yeah. you're walking around, just going around your whole life and mentioning to people, you know, I'm part Indian, you know, in backyard barbecues. That right. that's, that's one thing. Right. But when you, when you start getting into the specifics of it, I think then you got to nail it down. Well, hilariously, her husband, Bruce Mann, who's never claimed to be anything. Is he the guy who's going to have a beer with him or decided right. not to? Or exactly. Um, nah, I don't want hi, a beer. Hi, honey. Thanks for being here. Um, who are you're you, welcome. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I uh, live here. Um, anyway, uh, he identified himself as Bruce Mann Cherokee when contributing a recipe to that silly cookbook. Uh, and uh, O'Connell, is that his name, uh, mentions that the, the recipes were actually plagiarized. Uh, isn't every recipe yeah, plagiarized? That, that, that's a minor thing. Yeah, I pour maple syrup on my steaks. There what? you go. An original <laughs> recipe. There you go. Um, anyway, so uh, then it talks about 
how she was working as a law professor at the University of Texas. She listed herself as a minority law professor. Now, see, that in is In the Association weak. of American Law Schools Annual that, Director. That, that ain't cool. That's weak. Right. That's really, really weak, and that's on purpose. And then they go into the 80s. Minority. Give me a break. In the 80s, there was a big movement among college students who were angry that there weren't enough minority professors. And uh, she made a fairly big deal of her Indian heritage and um, was listed in various uh, directories, and all of a sudden she was a hot commodity. Now, evidence is not certainty. For all I know, she was teaching like a, just a hurricane in the classroom. Just a fantastic teacher. I'll bet she is. I'll bet she's pretty good. Yeah. But there was a big lawsuit against uh, Harvard and the rest of it, and she had been offered a job at uh, Penn and uh, had turned it down. But then the lawsuit happened, and all of a sudden they were desperate for her and offered her an amazing deal with employment for her and her husband and proudly touted her as a minority professor for at least the three years she was teaching there and highlighted that fact when she won a teaching award in 1994. Doesn't this bother any of you? And especially if you are a minority and feel like that that in some way has uh, you know made it difficult for you in life, doesn't this bother you? Well, yeah, oh my that's, that's kind of getting at the twist. Um, let's see. Uh, she is... Oh, then Harvard hired her as a visiting professor in 1992. And obviously, Harvard hiring her And she was listed as a minority woman in the Association of American Law Schools director. Obviously, these places that hired her and mentioned that she's a minority with, you know, hoping to get some sort of credit for it, they didn't do much work on trying to figure out how much of a minority she was, obviously. Right. Well, and in... You don't look very Indian, so exactly what's the story here? I mean, nobody apparently even said that. No. Well, that would be racist. Um, she s- filled out her application or her official document as Caucasian, because if she'd lied on that, that would have been a serious offense. But clearly, Harvard considered her a minority uh, person. Um, Boston Globe quotes Harvard assistant dean back in the day. In compiling the stats for the annual affirmative action report for the university, I spoke with Professor Warren about her ethnic status. She stated that she self-identifies as Native American. Uh, and on, and there are a bunch of other uh, references to her being a woman of color and a Native American in big, big-time publications and directories at New York Times. There's the Harvard Crimson. There should be more anger pointed at Harvard in this whole story than just at Elizabeth Warren. Because well, that is unbelievable. If, you're, if you believe in affirmative action, and I don't, but if you do and you think it's important, look at the way Harvard's getting around it. Yeah, hiring hiring an Elizabeth Warren so they can fulfill their needs. But listen, obviously, the whole actual diversity thing is not that important to them. Yeah, like you, I don't really I can't get too fired up about that because I I dislike the entire quota system and the idea of it. Um, And as a guy who said 100 times, why didn't I have my kids claim to be, uh, you know, something or other for scholarship money or whatever? Um, You know, I've made that joke 100 times and I meant it. So I'm not that outraged about that. It, it's dumb, and it's it's fraudulent, and, and it's not very impressive. On the other hand, my friends, I want you to consider that the New York Times, Washington Post, Harvard Crimson, Harvard itself, Penn State, the Association of American Law Schools, and uh, you know a dozen other big-time heavyweight organizations... Consider you one thing if you have a drop of that blood. 
And another thing, if you don't, literally going into your genome and telling you what you are. You're not a human being. You're not an American. You're not one of God's children. If you have a drop of that blood. Nothing counts so much as blood. There's Gene Hackman, or, but, but only the most horrific sorts of racists think in those ways. Pigeonholing people or elevating them because they've got one whatever of something something blood, which doesn't exist anyway. What kind of bizarro, primitive, racist thinking is going on there? I mean, she clearly to everybody who's ever known her, her only Indianness was a the claim and b the like contribution of some dumb cookbook. But you got to get credit. Because you had Indian blood. How sickening is that? God, stop it. And it shows you what a game the whole thing is. So, right. So to get more diversity, you hire somebody that's one fifty thousandth something. Right. And now we're diverse. So you're making a lie of the whole thing that you claim to care about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come for the racism. Stay for the hypocrisy and the absolute hilarious getting around your own rules. See, that's why the system was well-intentioned. The idea, I get. I don't agree with it, but I get it. But the execution, like so many progressive schemes, is just so awful. It just can't be fixed. Well, places like Harvard claim to really believe in the importance of it, though. Right. And they clearly don't actually care. Right. More people should be bothered by that.